Bitch Talk. This is episode 180, by the way, everybody. You're welcome. I ain't got no money. Um, playing a little Prince again. Actually, this is the week that uh, he passed away. This will be the one year anniversary. anniversary? I don't know. Mm. That, to me, that's not. Mm. Yeah. That's something happy. Uh, but we're playing Prince because we love him. And um, basically because Bitch Talk's uh, theme color is purple. <laughs> so <laughs> in celebration of Prince. It is? Isn't it? <laughs> it's purple. Duh, that's purple. <laughs> Lilac? That <laughs> was pink. No. Uh, purple. No, I would say purple, yeah, but. Huh. I'm colorblind. Maybe lavender. <laughs> we just found out you guys breaking well, news. Lavender? <laughs> I lavender. thought it was pink. No, that's purple. Purple. Look behind you. She's not a purple kind of girl. That's purple. Yeah, that's yeah, like a dark purple. I could stand I next to that and same. That's, look inside the, the mouth. The other side. Look inside the, the side. mouth. Your right side. Purple. Okay, you guys, if this is anyway. like a real debate, <laughs> you let us know. Is this the new dress? Oh, yeah. Remember when that was the problem? Was that 2015? That, that was goddamn back in the Obama days. Oh, yeah. In the Obama days, all we cared anything. about was a fucking dress, man. Was it blue or gold? I don't know. Not waking up to death. Yeah. yeah. That death. To World War guns. III. We, we weren't worried about World War no, III. Di- that's what? purple, but also pink. Yeah. There's a, I mean, it's the. But that's pink. No. No. Oh. <laughs> it's not a purple. It's not a pink type of show. It's a purple type of yeah, show. Yeah, this is a purple That's for show. Sure. It's purple. This is not a pink. That's difference. purple. What's purple? No, that is n- so no. far. Oh, I thought you were talking about the wall. Yeah. The business Wh- card. Yeah. Which is, business card. Yeah. Which is that? Purple. No, this is purple. That's a little darker. That's darker. That's pink. No. No, but look inside the mouth. It's darker inside the mouth. Anyway. That's what he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I had to take a picture of all these things together. Uh, we well, to but this, this is blown up too. That's why. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the color, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's supposed to be purple. And maybe next time you print one of those, it should be a little darker because okay. it next should be purple. Next time you go to purple. the Philippines, Char, get it. Were these made in the Philippines? That's this was. Awesome. Those were, yeah. yeah. Sweet. There Your people. Like $3.50 or something uh. like that. I was just talking to maybe it. Well, here we go. Lift talk. Um, I think I was talking to one of my passengers about the Philippines, but I can't remember what they said. It was hot as fuck. This is the worst time of year to go to Asia. Yeah. Fact. Even though we should go to Thailand. I'm going back to that. Well, it's worth the food. It's worth it for the food. And if you go during Songkran, which maybe you already missed it. That's the uh, when they celebrate New Year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like the biggest water fight in the world. Everybody has water guns. And for like, depending on where you are, if you're in Bangkok or Chiang Mai or uh, Phuket, whatever, it, uh, it it varies from like two days, three days, four day celebrations. By the third day, I'm just so chafed in places that are not cute. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck everybody. Where, where can I buy baby powder? And just like stay dry. Because it's because you're wet. All, I mean, hello. All- <laughs> <laughs> not in the good way. This is not a pink show. Not in the good um, way. <laughs> yes, because you're wet all day. You everybody just sprays you with water if you're riding in a <laughs> tuk tuk or whatever. You're just getting sprayed with ice cold water, and it's really fun, but it's uh, taxing on the skin, on the epidermis. <laughs> but your skin's so soft; it gets super dry. And okay, ew, it is. I yeah, have a so. weird commonality between. You in the past 
co I mean, I know you're not an official co-host, whatever, but the past co-host of bitch hawk you're s- both of you have the epidermis of like a oh. <laughs> a, a baby a, a newborn baby like soft as can be oh. and i'm not rubbing up against my co-host but you know sometimes pat on the shoulder or whatever it's like what the fuck how are you so silky smooth what happened i'm a little bit uncomfortable right now <laughs> <laughs> okay we're talking about Thailand, and oh. now you're talking about rubbing on people. And I now said this is, I wasn't. We're I said I was tapping to, on shoulders. Go to lady boys next, and then lady boys ping pong shows. And have you seen one? No, fuck that. I don't know. I told you about it. I told you about it. What do you mean you told me the about ping it? ping pong shows? I mean, I know. Oh what my it god. Is. Ch- okay, maybe I. Yeah. So my sister and I, she she came and met up with me in Thailand for a lo- little part what of my trip. What year was this, Ange? Twenty twelve. Twelve. Yeah. This was the year that I met the nomadic family. Yeah. Anyway, um, when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Yep. Um, so we're walking, we're walking around, and uh, actually, no, 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 we were at the hotel, and this guy was like, "Oh, you should tr- uh, go to a ping pong show," and I was so excited. I thought he meant like Forrest Gump, like straight up, like crazy <laughs> little Asian, just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You, you know, thought you, it was spin. You can't even follow, right? Like I was like, "Oh, that sounds dope." Okay. Because we were going to like this big outdoor like shopping bar restaurant area in Bangkok. So we go and I come to find out that he means by ping pong show like these sex shows that these (laughs) underage girls perform with shooting ping pongs out of their twats or whatever (laughs) or whatever PC vagina. And you look it's it's horrible because there's this whole sheet of like activities that they do and these men just kind of and first of all i'm walking down the street with my sister like do we really look like the clientele for these ping pong shows right first of all so that kind of disturbed me and then when you look inside it's like these young girls that look super depressed it's like they're dancing on a pole or whatever but their face it's like they're waiting in line at the dmv they They probably have dead eyes miserable they've been either sold by their family or just are are the property of some pimp or whatever right and it's just like i can't in good conscience spend money on that shit you know right like i'm adventurous yeah but i'm not like did you guys literally walk in and walk out no no no. we didn't walk in oh you just looked in yeah and then you know there's men holding these signs like hey you want to see the show and then it shows you like all the things that they do and whatever and um yeah and i've heard from people that have seen these shows like the fucking crazy things that go down they have those i thought well the donkey shows and like tijuana yeah yeah getting fucked by a donkey yeah but this is like what do you, poor, what did you think a donkey show I don't was? Know, the poor animals. Obviously that's what a donkey show is. No, this is like next level though. This is like really yeah. Like who thinks these things up? Kind of things. Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm, it's not about the that uh, that's something that's definitely uh, hard to deal with if you're traveling specifically like in Southeast Asia or other countries like that is the sex uh, tourism mm-hmm, yeah and thailand obviously is like was the epicenter of that but other than that the street food is amazing <laughs> well hey there's, i just there's saying, shit in every country there's pros and cons yes, everywhere yeah everywhere. And, you know you don't have to partake in that and you don't have to spend your money on that but there's just a very large portion of people in our men in our country men. that go and you'll see them with like well, super young i think the guy things. that i love in my neighborhood i won't name his name uh he goes to Thailand very often, <laughs> and he's an older white guy. 
Yeah. I'm just going to think good thoughts. He's just going there because, like he says, it's really cheap to go and he loves it. And he can stay in a really nice hotel for cheap for like a couple weeks if he wants. I don't know. Well, see, and then there's <laughs> all I there, think about. I'm like, all right. All there's right. another way to think about it, though, that is a little less judgmental and actually Gabby the mother of the nomadic family she taught me about this it's called egocentrism it's like when we go to another country specifically like a third world country or something and we judge them through the filters of our American lifestyles it's like oh why do they burn trash that's not good for the air quality oh why are they letting their kids run around without this and that you know what I mean and we just are so quick to judge Uh, granted I don't think it's right for an 80 year old man to be dating a 15 year old woman or what girl You know, but like, I don't know. I'm just saying it's really easy to judge. And and sometimes that girl like is the like makes money for her entire family. I know. But sometimes they're bred to do that. And that's not fair either. So, okay, so I'm at odds. Yes. (laughs) So it's hard. It's hard to like go to another country and and just like not have your first impulse be to judge them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I when you talked about sex tourism, I had a passenger in the lift today from Bolivia and he was oh, talking wow. about what? yeah he's rad um, crazy you don't meet people from Bolivia often like no a lot and of people w- don't even yeah he went to school here and he's back just visiting friends I picked it's one of those where I picked him up in San Francisco and I'm like oh we're going to Berkeley okay so <laughs> <laughs> we had a long time to talk he, really nice but he's talking about Bolivia and how um how they have a cocaine al- allegedly a cocaine trail did you know that? And it's cocaine tourism. Yeah, of course they have the best cocaine. Well, Everybody that's what thinks I heard. it's Colombia, but it's Bolivia. Yeah, but they From don't. From what I hear, but they don't really. You know, Bolivia are they? They're not third world. They're pretty westernized, aren't no, they? No, Bolivia is. I've seen is, pictures of Bolivia, and I'm like, okay, but the way he was talking about it, granted. But he knows more than I do. But right. from my experience, Bolivia is indigenous as fuck. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of. I don't know. We're just talking about San Francisco and people that lead the city and how it's different. Uh, but yeah, Bolivia and the cocaine trail. And he was like, yeah, you know, I was traveling around Bolivia with my friends. I came down to visit in South America or whatever. South America? It's yes, in South America. You. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> my geography. You knew it. I knew it. But he, he was talking about that and that um, they met up. He and his friends met up with some other touristy guys from like London and wherever. And just because he was Bolivian, they're like, oh, yeah, you... You must basically you must do you must <laughs> yeah. use cocaine all the time. He's yeah. like, uh, I've never actually used cocaine, and just talking to him about cocaine the whole time. He's like, uh, awesome, thanks. But, but the thank goodness those guys weren't American, but close enough British and something else, an Australian or something. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. So you know, well, well, the thing is, like Bolivia is is rare in that uh, out of all the the countries of South America is that it has the highest elevation. A mm. lot of cities with the highest elevation, like La Paz and mm-hmm. and, and whatever, are the most uh, populated, uh, the highest elevated of of cities, you know, top three or whatever. And and so what they do is they chew on these coca leaves because it helps with the the elevation. Oh right, right. Like literally in La Paz, you can walk one block and be out of breath. Like it's really exhausting. So they chew on coca leaves to help with that. It's it's a total natural thing. You right. don't feel high or anything. Like we were using them just so we can walk around and be tourists. Right. Because otherwise we'd have to stop every block and just be out of breath and, and feel nauseous. You know, like when we were in the Annapurna, it's, yeah. it's this exact same thing. So, yeah, for them, it, it's it's just like when you go to Amsterdam. 
and you think everybody's going to be all all the all of them are going to be stoners. It's it's just nobody. No, you don't see anyone smoke pot there. It's, it, that, and that's what happens when you make something illegal and you make something dangerous. Then right, you, right. You know, more people are going to be curious and want to try it. But when it's just freely out there, it's like whatever. It's not a big deal. Well, also he was saying though in in Bolivia, we're on Bolivia talk now. Um, <laughs> Seriously, we were talking wow. about uh, pot there, and he's like, it's almost worse if you smoke pot versus. <laughs> snoring cocaine or whatever i was like oh okay i mean you know every it's like vegas why vegas the vegas rules are way harsher on if you're caught with weed than you are cocaine because cocaine helps their their hustle if you're on coke you're gonna be up all night gambling drinking whatever partying but if you're caught with weed the, the rules are way stricter interesting yeah that reminded me that bruno mars got picked up for coke years ago in vegas Wow. Yeah. Sorry. That's where my brain went. I was looking at you, Filipino, and <laughs> Coke in Vegas. And I was like, mm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, we didn't wish you a happy belated not birthday. B- and, oh. Yeah. Whatever. Well, happy belated birthday <laughs> in the future. <laughs> another year, another dollar. I'm sorry. I We can't fool the public. But I'm wondering what we're really going to do on your birthday and if you're going to survive the world is our oyster i know no i don't like making a big deal i just want to chill parlay uh represent for prince because he literally died on my birthday <laughs> so wah, wah. uh yeah it's not i don't like making a big deal i just want to and i out. forgot you reminded me that i did i break the news to you that he died no or like I, we y- you called me or I called you and I was like, did you know that Prince died? And you were like, I wasn't going to tell yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, I figured you would have found out. But you were over here. I wasn't even going to bring it I up. That's how. I'm not an asshole. That's how. Yeah. Deeply, you know, it would hit me. Well, I was going to be like, happy birthday. Prince died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I thought you had something to bring up, but no. Did you? What? Well, I did. I did. Well, I wanted to talk about the first ever space (gasps) protest. Sure, (laughs) because it sounds fake. I've never heard of this. No, it's real. Yeah, it's real. And I had to write down some because I didn't want to like get the name right and everything. So there was a protest in space and it was the first ever. And it was uh, done by this group called the Autonomous Space Agency Network which its acronym spells NASA backwards. Okay. And basically what it is, is from my understanding, is it's just this group of like rebel astronauts that uh, have formed this group and they want to promote do-it-yourself space exploration using art and science without uh, without the use of corporations or the government. Right. So it's basically just a bunch of ex- astronauts that, you know, are kind of just like, yeah, let's let's keep this um, exploration going. You know, because a lot of, like, NASA and experimentation is always up in the air, depending on government, <laughs> you know, funding and stuff. Right. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> so anyway, they created this homemade weather balloon. So they weren't really in space. Sorry, I, no, no, no. I have a I'm, lot of questions. Listen, about these I'm, g- I'm explaining okay. it to you right now. So they created this homemade weather balloon. Uh, they put it out ninety thousand feet up, which technically doesn't constitute being in space, but you could still see the curvature Ooh. of the Earth yeah, yeah, from yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And so they had like basically this camera that was showing this tweet that they were tweeting at Donald Trump. Whoa! And I'll tell you what it says, but first I'm going to tell you like. Well, what what this tweet comes from. Um, So uh, there was a reference. It's a reference to Edgar Mitchell, who is the sixth man to ever walk on the moon. Okay. 
And uh, he was quoted saying, when you see Earth from outer space, you develop a global consciousness, Mm. an intense dissatisfaction with the state of the world and a compulsion to do something about it. From out there on the moon, international politics looks so petty. You want to grab a politician by the scruff of the neck and drag him a quarter of a million miles out and say, look at that, you son of a bitch. (laughs) So this was his quote, right? So the tweet said, look at that, you son of a bitch. And it was uh, a picture of the tweet with the Earth's curvature behind it from 90,000 feet up. I'm going to say men and women, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're fucking badass. And I love that they're cursing and so the whole reason for this was because there's an upcoming march for science rally oh yeah, yeah. on earth day which is april 22nd mm-hmm. and so that's that's the whole reason behind this and it's like, the first ever april 22nd? what nothing <laughs> it was the, in the past or for yeah just happened sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sorry. we can re- re- redo that it's all right no but uh so that was the whole reason for this and i think it's so badass and is the first ever space protest oh I yeah. thought you were going to start talking about, is it Elon Musk who's trying to get people to Mars? Yeah, but that's, yeah. And did you read, I didn't, I'm not mad at him. He's I'm a, not he's mad at him, badass, but he doesn't yeah. want people to poop or pee during the <laughs> space endeavor. And I'm like, well, I'm out. This is your Me one, and Dara this is your one issue with this. Yeah, that's my one issue for going to Mars. I can't Because otherwise you'd totally be in the running, right? You totally. Duh. <laughs> they don't want me up there? What? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty badass. What, yeah. did, what was the tweet? Don't something about son of a bitch. Uh look at that, you son of a bitch. Look at that. Where are they from, these people? I don't know. You have to look them up and you actually you should put the picture up on the bitch talk website and because uh, it's it's pretty fucking awesome. It's just they, they printed out the tweet and then there's like the earth behind it oh and you're just God. like in space. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. And they, well, they tweeted it at Donald Trump. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. That's cool. Well, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of protesting going on still, which is great. I just I don't. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, get tired of it. I just don't really know what's gonna happen. Right, and then at a certain point, it's like, okay, what is what effect is this making? You know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm out there on the streets, you know, but it's like, what effect is this making? And I'm interested to talk to our our friend and badass politician Jane Kim about it. Is like, yeah, it's important to like make sure that you're still out there and present, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what really affects change? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Like what can really affect change? We're going to be talking to her because Ange and I, you know, it's not enough to work on a documentary for four years, but then, you know, came up with a web series that we wanted to start shooting and, and putting out there uh, into the world. And so we're going to see her in a few days. Yeah. yeah we get to see uh, Jane Kim, who has been on bitch talk, who is a supervisor in San Francisco interview her. She just spoke at the tax rally. Dude, we should talk about what she's doing with the robots, with companies oh, that yeah. are starting these robots. We will. And I don't have the article, fuck. But um I love Jane Kim. Who even cares? More she's so. a bad bitch. We can brush upon it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can I don't have all the details. You can Google it because the New York Times even wrote about it. But she's trying to create an even, I guess, bigger tax for companies that are um, developing robotics and robots to replace humans. Um you know, at their jobs, which has been happening. I mean, Detroit did it with the automotive industry, mm-hmm. but I mean, more and more, as we know, in San Francisco, there are uh, delivery robots that are being trained in the mission district. So she wants to um, put a higher tax on 
those companies because they are essentially taking jobs away from humans. So she's the first politician, I think, to ever do that in this country. So Mm -hmm. she's badass. Mm -hmm. We love you. We love you, Jane Kim. (laughs) I love you, Jane Kim. Even the robots love her. Oh, my God. Shar's looking at other stuff. Um, I enjoyed your, <laughs> I enjoyed your robotics. What me? That wasn't me. That was a fucking oh yeah, robot. that was the robot. <laughs> I was trying to think of the robot in um, the one where they falls in love with the girl. Yeah, that was disturbing in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah. Uh, and what's his name? Played an Indian guy, and he wasn't in Indian. Yeah. Oh, it was everything anyway, about it. Was everything wrong. in the eighties. With suspect. She fell in love with a robot. Short circuit. Short circuit, yes. Oh, my God. That's going to happen. It was looking at the future, really. Hey, if a robot is going to deliver me beer and pizza, I might fall in love with it, too. No, you won't. No, I won't. Did you know, uh, quickly, on the- Do they vibrate? I'm sure whatever you want it to do, it'll do it for you if you pay extra. Um, Amazon has, I noticed this because I was in the marina yesterday, uh, at their Safeway. Amazon has locker systems- in front of, I guess, in front of different. Did you know this market? Yeah. yeah, you can have things the shipped mall. to the locker right. instead. It be like. Well, it makes sense. Well, that's why I used to have things shipped to your work because my apartment <laughs> building. <laughs> well, no, you funny. didn't. Oh no, 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 sorry. no one cares. Yeah, I mean, I for you, anymore. it was for your work. Nobody so. cares. Anyway, Anyways. because yeah, I don't have a, a, a secured spot, so yeah, you can have. Um, Opt to have it shipped to these mailboxes. Yeah, they have them at malls and at Safeway. You see how often I go to Safeway and malls? I was like, whoa, what is this thing? Uh, I didn't know. And yeah, they have, yeah, they all have like nicknames. So it'll be like Bravo, whatever. Like, oh, pick it up over it, you know. I've never done it, but I I know that they have it. Now I'm going to have to do it. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You can deliver to GoTo Productions Studio, the other one, (laughs) when that begins yeah well you know when you're uh <laughs> the contraband that you don't the want contra- people, <laughs> that you don't want anybody else to see so uh, you have I like the- you assume that it's contraband that i'm contraband? having it's not, it's <laughs> not like toys for tots and you what? know kids in need it's not it's usually like i need two purses and i'm sending them to you or fuck? yeah that was once in years <laughs> and now you years that was like last year yeah years it's two years now Whatever, Flash dude. Flash commodity. Yeah, Clash commodity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will I will personally tell you what we learned about Aaron if you tell oh. me that you like the name Flash commodity. What are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, let's write. Let's sure. write to Bitch Talk on Facebook. No, no. We want them to rate us on iTunes. Oh, sorry. Forget Please. Facebook. iTunes. Yeah, forget Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Uh, <laughs> tell me. Flash commodity. <laughs> I mean, do you not get what it is immediately off the bat? Nobody likes it. I don't understand. I keep asking people. <laughs> anyway. It's not even that I don't like it. It's that you love it so much. No, I you're just really trying to pitch it. I think it works because you know what? immediately what it is. Because flash mob means like immediate, like people just come out of nowhere and dance. Flash commodity. You just come out of nowhere and you just make comedy. There's no explanation needed. Whereas if you called it something else, you know, like laughs in the park or whatever kind of thing you want to you wanna call it, no one's going to understand what that means. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm letting true. it go. This is the yeah. last time I'm talking about it. This is the last time. That's not the last time I'm not bringing it up. <laughs> I'm still, at this some point, time. if we can isolate, 
that that would be great. Uh, I was really trying to look for the name on the one that I saw yesterday. I think it's, yeah. I think the Marine, oh, the Marina Amazon Locker was called Queso. That's why I got your attention. No, cheese. Are there is there cheese in these lockers? All right, Char. That's the you only know, she reason comes alive ever when it's a joke about me. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <sighs> well, you guys, I have to get on the road uh, to pick more <laughs> lift passengers up who want to bag on me. Uh, but we will have, uh, of course, a John Stamos minute. Have mercy. Hmm. Uh, this wasn't in the news or anything, but guess what? I had a dream about John Stamos last night. Yes. And it wasn't sexy, but I was really excited about it. His girlfriend was there. I mean, that's where my subconscious goes. Okay. Uh, but I was so excited. We were at a movie theater together and my mom was there. I know no one cares about this, but I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, oh my God, how am I going to tell him about bitch talk? How am I going to go over there and just be like, (laughs) guess what? But talking about you for four years (laughs) on my podcast, not a stalker, I promise. But please, like, I was like, and I don't want to take a selfie. I want someone to like take our picture properly. How am I? I mean, it was like probably a four hour dream of me and John Stamos. Like he was there and I was trying to talk to him, but then the girlfriend was there and I'm like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a whole thing. So right. he's in there. He's what in did the he, head. what did he do? Did you ever approach? There's just a or? lot of smiling, you know, cause he's so good looking, but so you never approached him. Maybe a little bit, something, something happened. And then I woke up and I was pissed. Cause I was like, damn it. Hmm. But I was really trying to work on my approach to John Stamos. That was like the ultimate. Like, I think how that's am I gonna a good sign. This? That means it's swirling around in your subconscious. It's always swirling around. Yeah, but just it being in a dream, that adds another dimension, right? It adds more depth to right. this manifestation of him right. being on the show. I woke up and I told my boyfriend that he was like, oh, I mean, I was like, Thanks. it's not even that kind of dream. <laughs> yeah, that's My exactly mom was there. <laughs> uh, and his girlfriend. Uh, anyways, that's the John Stamos minute. Hopefully you it's guys. It's going to happen. Bitch, please. Yeah, hopefully you guys will have a dream about John Stamos. Uh, yeah, episode 180, you guys, of a basic bitch talk podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Bye. Captain Party. I was going to call her Party Animal. <laughs> Whatever. Animal. And, uh, and Char on the ones and twos. Thanks for listening. See you soon. <laughs>